everyone, and welcome to episode 113 of the High Sensitivity Gaming Podcast. And thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as what we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, along with my co-host. My name is Craig. Yes, I'm wearing the same shirt as last week. No, I didn't plan it. Yes, I washed my clothes. Thank you. And another guest, another Craig, is here as well. Two Craigs for the price of one. It's always fun editing your guys' footage because it's always Craig and Craig squared or Craig two. So it's always yes. fun to the moment that I have to figure out who is who. It's true. But yeah. what's also exciting is this week is probably the biggest, best news that we've had in a while, which, uh, you know, is part of the news. So let's get into it. Uh, before the big one, I do want to talk about Pokemon Violet and Scarlet reveal. We did have a little teaser there with gameplay of the starters, gameplay of probably who your rival is, how... The different versions have different professors. Uh, bigger news is four-player open-world co-op. So you get you and yeah. four friends get to go into the world and just, I think, just go wherever the heck you want. Um, I have a feeling it's going to be a lot like Sword and Shield, where like certain areas are kind of the open realm or open world areas. And once you get into a town or something, it probably sends you back into single-player, much like that. But... If it's something that's fully like co-op, cool. Uh, if only the Switch had some sort of party chat that's <laughs> not integrated into your phone. Yep. Yeah, I know. You know but, that would that would make sense, right? Yeah, but what what did you guys think? Go ahead. I mean, that's definitely a great addition. Pokemon has to always they always have to find new ways to make it like either more interactive or just different from the same formula, and. You know, anytime they're going to announce an upcoming game, I kind of just have that feeling in my stomach, which is, is it going to be the exact same game that I'm playing? So I like that addition. Um, that's going to bring a different scale in terms of how we play the game together. You know, it makes me think about back in the day where like Red Blue like the most multiplayer that you got was like trying to track down your buddy who had a Machoke available, like is trying to get him a champ <laughs> and vice versa with a, you know, a Kadabra and an Alakazam. So I, it's, it's, it's kind of nice. That's it's nice and refreshing. Um, the gameplay reveal, well, at least that not gameplay reveal, but the, um, the trailer, it looked a lot like the same in terms of like a graphics aspect but as long as they're trying like different things, it's not going to be Arceus, but you know, like I'm, I'm nice. It's nice to see that. You know, it's funny. Cause that just jogged my, in my memory here, my very first memory of Pokemon at all before I even played the game was I was at my friend's house. We were in elementary school, I think middle school, maybe. And uh, he was like, Hey, I got to go to my friend's house. Will you walk with me? I got to trade him for a Pokemon that has cut. And I was like, I don't know what that is yeah. at all. But we had to walk to his house so that we could do a trade so he could get cut. And that was my very first Pokemon memory. And you just reminded me of that. So thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, my two takeaways, though, from this review, and it's the two takeaways I've seen the most on the Internet is LeChunk. Right. Lechonk, he's kind of, yes. Yeah. He's like the celebrity and super mm. attractive gym leaders is what I got <laughs> out of it. Right. Those are like the two things like uber anime attractive gym leaders and uh, this other <laughs> new Pokemon that everybody's freaking out about. 
That's yeah, what I got. Yeah, LeChonk is a Misty? funny. Do we have huh? something against Misty? Is that like what's it get? <laughs> I don't know. I just I, everywhere I turned this week, it was like, man, these gym trainers are super attractive. And I, yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. They look good. No. <laughs> everybody's thirsty. That's what. Yeah, that's, that's how it yeah. is. It's just a bunch of forty year old Pokemon gamers. Is what it is. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was my my grand takeaway of that. Take yeah, they also. They also revealed the two legendaries. It does look to be set in Madrid based on, uh, you know, f- kind of confirmation of what the f- geography is like and a November release date. So oh, if, yeah. if you're looking for it, it's time time to get into it. Time to f- time to get into Scarlet and Violet. So uh, g- good luck to everybody that is excited for this game. Hopefully it doesn't like tear down your um, your expectations is what yeah. I'll say. Put money down now on of the three of us who finishes this game if any Ooh. and don't put money on me <laughs> i'm gonna put i'm gonna put money on me not finishing it but like yeah, giving it the I old won't. college try <laughs> i will try but barry how far are you on arceus right now so oh, okay so here's the thing it's a it's a little <laughs> hard to thing. say because i play yeah. i played arceus i am at now the fourth area but okay. i have been playing the game like to completion in each area Like I'm you know how there are levels in Arceus where it's like Mm -hmm. I'm ninth ranked (laughs) at just the fourth level. So like I'm close to I'm close to end game type stuff. But every new Pokemon I catch, I master the I master the Pokedex entry and then I go on to the next thing. Uh, I've been playing it a lot. That was actually that's one of my game. That's one of my games that I was playing this week. I should just beat the game. But in order to beat the game, you need to do all this stuff. So you can get the legendary at the end to get another yep. legendary that's exclusive to the Hisui region. So <laughs> it's a tall order. Yeah, I gave it's, up on that game a long time ago. It's and, tough being a Pokemon master like myself. It really yeah. is. It's it's a rough life I live. Yeah, I mean, they should definitely send you a badge or something. Yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. But I have at a least. feeling that other people already, you know, have have done this a lot faster probably. than I have. Probably. They're probably more deserving. <laughs> um. I can jump into some uh, smaller one I had here, and this ties into will tie in later into games I played this week. Um, but Diablo Immortal, uh, which came out this week on phone and PC, banned. Um, huh? It's banned. 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 Yeah, um, one hundred and ten thousand dollars is how much it would cost to get the best gear in the game, or you would have to play for at least ten years to get all the best gear. And I'm going to leave it at that because I do, I will go over it in games played this week, but uh, just okay. thought I'd throw that out there. $110,000. I believe like, and I was screaming banned because it's banned yep. in certain countries for its loot boxes. Yep. It's pretty bad. How about you other Craig? Um, I mean, squared. the biggest news to me, I kind of wanted to get right into the state of play and some of the things <laughs> that we were going to talk about. Cause like, this is yeah. like, jam-packed with stuff that i want to talk about i know the three of us want to talk about like collectively takeaways what we're excited about what we're not so uh let's let's yeah let's do the state of play then uh we'll kind of break it down by probably the most important to least important uh first most important game of that was eternites uh it's an Mm -hmm. indie anime game uh there's a hand-holding There's a hand holding Dating button. Sim. There's a hand holding button. You don't get any more anime than that. Apparently, no, it's don't. inspired by. Per, uh, apparently, the creator, it's an indie team, is inspired by Persona Five. 
So that that makes me excited. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it would. But yes, yeah, yeah, it would. Are you trying to say something, Craig? But <laughs> all I'm saying I, is, when I saw this trailer, I went, "That is 100% your game and not mine." You're right. Uh, I actually thought it was something to do with like Scarlet Nexus because the combat looks very similar to Scarlet mm-hmm. Nexus. It did. Uh, but this is by far the most important game of State of Play. Uh, to be honest, I think you both would agree that we should just skip the rest of the announcements um, <laughs> yeah. and not just talk I about was, them at all. I game mean, I of the year hoping. next year, locked in. Oh, yeah. Hands right. Yeah, they come out this year. I think it, it's next year. It's early 2023. Okay. It's next year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got that memorized. Yeah. Collect, collector's edition incoming with a, a plastic hand you can hold. Probably. Uh, yeah. As long as long as I have to hold R2 to hold hands, I'm, I'm for it. <laughs> That's what that button was uh, made for. Yeah. Holding hands. So yeah. as we continue on the most important part of things, uh, we have the Spider-Man series to PC uh, and Miles Morales, which they really didn't show off in the trailer. But right. uh, this is exciting news for PC players. Probably one of Definitely. the most popular PlayStation games to ever come out in recent history uh, with a Marvel tag on it. And it's like, okay, PC players, here you go. I'm just excited for the mods that come out for it. I want to see, you know, it'd be really funny to see uh, what what is it? Uh, what's his name? It's uh, something it's like Darkwing Duck or something like that. Like imagine oh, him yeah, modded yeah. into the game swinging around. It would just be funny. Can we um, get Andrew Garfield? You Well, you have his suit. His suit's already in the game. Yeah, but his actual yeah. face. You could try. I don't know how Somebody that'll work. Will <laughs> Somebody will deep fake like, it. Yeah, that's definitely one of the reasons to get excited is specifically for how people can tailor it with these mods. Like that's because because you got to think that a lot of the public has been scrounging around for a PS5 to try to like play not just this game, but a lot of other games, too. And now that it's uh, coming to PC, half half of it is just seeing what people can do with it, with the creativity and the weirdness that is out there, you know? Yeah, it's going to be cool. Yeah, yeah, speaking of people trying to get uh, PS5s, and I didn't report the report on this at all, but Sony apparently came out and said that all those that want a PS5 will be able to get one soon. Yeah. Uh, that's like a big announcement from Sony, considering that like it's kind of hard to get PS5s right now. Uh, yeah. Series X's as well. They've just been they've been not as scarce, but just as kind of in a way. Yeah. Uh, but I'm interested to see if Sony falls up on that promise. That's all I had there. Next up is Horizon Forbidden West update has a new game plus mode, has new end game gear, yes. uh, a new graphics update, which yes. I'm so I'm very, very cool about. I'm interested to to do that. And they announced Call of the Mountain PSVR 2. There was a trailer yes. that kind of was announced the other the other week. I just thought what was funny is they kind of showed off these VR games, but then didn't show an announcement date for the PSVR 2. Like we have yeah. an idea because of where these games are releasing. Mm-hmm. But they didn't just go, OK, here's the date. Did it's... they? Am I mistaken or did they say that would be day one with the VR2 yeah. headset? OK, yeah. they said day okay. one. OK. It's quite day a one menu exclusive. they threw out there. Right. You know? So sometime relatively soon, you think? Uh, I think either early 2023 or end of the or, you know, if yeah. the, if possible, end of end of this year, I think. Holidays. Um, I. I know the original PSVR sold pretty well, uh, but that was before the Quest kind of came and took over VR gaming. So a part of me wonders what this is going to offer that the Quest kind of doesn't already. Like, 
is the PSVR going to be wire free? Because like that's going to be a big thing for people considering yeah. the quest is wire free. Yep. Uh, what kind of games is it going to come out with? Uh, is it going to support things like, you know, allowing people to download songs for Beat Saber and whatnot? Like yep. it. What's nice about the quest is that it has no wires. You can make do with what's in your room where I'm afraid the PSVR 2 probably isn't going to sell very well because one, the quest exists now and is much more popular. But also people kind of have this. They would want to see what's different with VR, with PS, with with PSVR 2. What makes it better than the quest? And in a lot of ways, maybe it's a little bit more powerful, but I don't think people are. I I think if you already have a quest, you're not getting a PSVR 2. I think that's. Yeah. Yeah. That was my main takeaways was, you know, like I'm on day. Yesterday was day 20 of doing the supernatural thing on Oculus. Right. Mm -hmm. So main things is this has to be wireless has to be because if it's wired, why would you bother? And two, they got to come out with some killer exclusive games for this besides just this horizon game because everything else you can get on the oculus right now um even some of the ones that were on the original like i think moss was originally one that was only on playstation that's on the oculus now so like they got to come out with some stuff and i don't doubt they will but um it's going to take more than horizon at least for somebody like me to want to consider it and the price has to be decent yeah yeah yeah, I, I agree. Like the thing is, is my like area too isn't like very like wide. Like there's a coffee table where my you know P- <laughs> PS5 is. So yeah. in order to do anything, you have to like move everything in order to play it. So you know, there's a lot going on with that. I did think the trailer looked cool for Call of the Mountain. I am interested. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. kind of experience it's going to be able to produce. Uh, just hopefully, like a, a part of me in a way just hopes that, and I hate to say it. But a part of me hopes the PSVR 2 just doesn't sell well enough that Sony goes, okay, Call of the Mountain, we're going to put that we're going to put that on Quest or something like that, because you're going to get so much more people to play it uh, if it's on Quest. So that's like something that they have to they have to think about. What what was the uh, what was the original VR? How much did that cost when it came out? Was that 350? 300, I think. I think it was 300. Maybe 350 if you had to get the camera. That's I'm trying to yeah, Yeah. I'm trying to grasp like a price. Like, what are they going to drop this VR two for? I know, like you mentioned it, but uh, like I, I just don't. I'm trying to like think about it because obviously you know PS fives are 500, so Mm -hmm. like it's it's going to be like in in between, but that's not like a lot of like a dollar difference, you know. Like, do they bump it up to? Is it four? Is it four fifty? Like to drop because I saw the Call of the Mountain trailer and I I almost called it the Call of the Wild trailer, uh, <laughs> something different entirely, and uh, I was like quite excited. Like it almost made me want to get VR. It pushed me like seventy percent like purchasing it when it comes out or like almost even pre-ordering it because i mean right now i'm you know finishing forbidden west like everybody else who played elden ring and um so like (laughs) three months later i'm trying to finish forbidden west and i can't imagine just like actually scaling any of the terrain yourself you know without having to like spam buttons like that alone is like going to be some of the the fun parts and in the trailers uh seeing not just like a watcher because I was like concerned as the trailer was opening about how difficult the enemies were going to be. But like seeing like what I thought was a Thunderjaw 
mm-hmm. um, and a bunch of different things in there. Like they got some pretty like hard, hard machines in there. So I guess it's the high of just playing, still playing Forbidden West right now. But I saw that trailer and I was like, yes, VR2, like doing it. Let's do it like that kind of thing. So, yeah, I don't know. I wonder what they'll charge for it. I, it's tough because even if you charge $300, which I think is fair, you can mm-hmm. get an Oculus for $300. Yeah. So you're that's $300 all in, and you can start playing games immediately. Whereas with this, even if it's $300, which I have a feeling it's going to be more, you still got to pay $500 for the PlayStation. So you're at $800 minimum yeah. just to get in. So like, why would you get it when you know it's because, oh, I want to play this Horizon VR game. It ain't worth $800. I don't care how good it is. No, it's um, not. But, I mean, I feel like 300 is a sweet spot, and hopefully they can stick to that. Yeah, I hope so, too. Like, I've been chasing this, like, PlayStation almost, and it wasn't even with the VR. Before the VR came out, like, they did the PlayStation Move with the mm-hmm. camera, mm-hmm. and I thought that was simple enough, easy enough to do where you just have to get a $50 camera and, you know, it tracked your movement. I've been chasing that high of uh, playing Killzone, I think, three with <laughs> the PlayStation move, because that was so much fun. Yeah. Like getting this little like a plastic assault rifle thing that it responded. But like no other game has really met that. Um, probably I never played Blood and Truth, though, or one of the other war games that came out for VR. And that probably like it came with like a toy gun type thing. So it yeah. probably emulates it a little bit. But, you know, if there is something like I'm I want to play Call of the Wild or dang it, you've now you've done it. Right? Now you've <laughs> Call made of the me Wild. <laughs> Call of the Mountain. If for well, whatever by reason. By Jack London. Isn't that yeah. <laughs> if, if for whatever reason uh, I don't end up getting the PSVR 2, I'll probably just live at Craig's place so I can play Call of the Mountain for a little bit. And then you Call know, of the back. Mountain. Call of the Wild. Yeah. Can't be- you can't believe you've done this. I mean, I think the high for me still to this day is super hot. I don't think mm-hmm. anything has topped that yet. Um, things have gotten close, but for me, that's like the pinnacle. Yeah. I only get a little frustrated with super hot because I feel like when I throw something, it like it, it almost never goes where I want it to. Yeah. Like I, it's always like to the left or to the right, especially hitting a target that's far away. It's just. Yep. It's just difficult. But yeah, no, it's. <laughs> That one, that one's fun for me. For me, it's yeah, it's I just want that like VR moment where it was like, OK, this is worth it, you know, kind of yeah. thing. I mean, yeah. you could be the kind of person where No Man's Sky on VR is what does it for you. I don't know. Like they yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> they had a nice variety of different things. I mean, I saw that and I went, you know, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, some smaller announcements in Roller Dome. Uh, being announced a cool little battle royale what looks to be like roller derby third person shooter yeah uh cool art style i'm not sure how that gate how big that game's going to be but it's an interesting idea uh sh- the new street fighter game did anybody see this and think it was like def jam 2 yes uh, it looks yeah. terrible it, I was what's with the open world like what's the extent of it is it like 2k open world people have like, been <laughs> saying in the Street Fighter series that it needs a refresh like it needs yep. to do something different I'm not sure if this is it no uh, to be honest but uh, you know I'm not a big fighter fighting game fan so it's really going to be up to the Street Fighter people 
to decide whether or not this is a good move. Uh, it does seem like the characters have aged, so this is a different take on those characters. Yeah. Where, uh, you know, interested to see where the story goes because this is the first time we've really seen these characters age, I believe. His so. bearded, bearded Ryu. Um, yeah. Where was where was our boy Ken? Did I miss Ken? He wasn't I in the trailer. Where's yeah. Dalzim? Uh, where's Blanca? Yeah. It was like, just where's Ryu and, and Chun-Li, really. Yeah, well. yeah, and, yeah, and they switched the art style, too. It's definitely mm -hmm. a lot more like realistic. Uh, what do I how do I say it? Um, Yakuza type uh, ah. type style where, you know, it, is it going to be worth it? I, I don't know. And I'm not sure if this is it, because it also like mentioned like that. There's a hub uh, for for kind of the online play or maybe the open world part. I don't really know. We haven't seen a lot of it, but, you know, I just hope Street Fighter fans are happy if that's what they wanted. And if not, hopefully it begins to make sense at some point, because to me, it just didn't. Yeah, no, I'm confused by this. I, I guess if it plays well in their online netcode, which is what everybody complains about in fighting games, if that's fine, I think they'll overlook the uh, art style. Right. Yeah. But for me, that art style, I was like, ooh, that's that's a weird choice, I guess. Yeah. Stray, July 19th. Yes, uh, yes. Craig, I'll let you take other Craig. I'll let you take the floor here. Uh, this is this is your game of the year, I imagine. Yep. So excited. <laughs> All right. Um, and not just because my wife was sitting next to me who wants to play it even more than I do. Uh, I, there, there's a couple of things in the trailer that made me a little wary just because I'm just like any other jaded gamer with trailers nowadays. Um, I like the atmosphere. I like the setting. It looks like light to medium combat which for me would be refreshing after the games that I've been playing, you know, in the last time, uh, the last uh, couple of months. I, uh, I like the robot friend. It's got like a BB eight kind of thing going here, but like a flying more so for me. And uh, it's, it's going to be, I think it's going to be okay. I think it's going to be okay. Cause like, again, I'm skeptical as the gamer who has seen so many, like, this is what we promise you. And then like, here's what you got. You know, my pizza's cold. You said it was going to be hot kind of thing. I, I, I think it's going to be great. But the last time that I had this feeling, and I'll tell you, gentlemen, with, a, uh, such humble, with, with such a humble nature, the last time I had this feeling without a lot of information was Biomutant. <laughs> to give you an idea of how, of how I felt after that game came out. I was all in on that game and that's how i am about stray but it's kind of like a, a santa thing to me i want to believe it's real sorry if you still believe in <laughs> santa and you listen to this podcast um i want to believe that it's like it's real it's it's a tangible idea that is going to get it's not just good on paper or not just exciting on paper and it's not just exciting for like cat lovers who could just buy the playstation 5 for that game specifically you know um I, I can't wait. And I, when the release date was was said, I meowed out loud instead <laughs> of yelped. Normally people scream or cheered. I meowed out loud right in the living room, scared the cat the whole nine yards. So I'm all in on this game and I can't wait. And like, I honestly hope if it turns out to be a flub, like get on me about it. Cause like I, <laughs> last time I had this like gut feeling, I wasn't right. I was not correct. Also with Stray, um, the other thing that I wanted to bring up, 
that I just remembered is that they did mention it's included with PlayStation Plus. I don't remember. I think it was the top two tiers, I think is what it yes. was. Um, so even if it's a not as good as you hoped it would, it's not that big of a loss. Like, I'm assuming this game's probably, what, $30 max, maybe $40. Um, if but, they capitalize on cat. Right. So I yeah. think that that, to me, is an awesome win for them to be like, to push PlayStation Plus because everybody's been talking about this game for a while now to be yeah. like, hey, you don't even have to buy it. Just get PlayStation Plus. You want to play our old PlayStation one, two and three games anyway, and then get this day one for free. I mean, that's, that's what I'm going to do anyway. Yeah, that's a very good. Yeah, point. I, I can't say how rewarding. Oh, I was going to say, ahead. I just can't say how rewarding that is for someone like for me, yeah. who's had PlayStation now and plus to know that I'm going to get, you know, it's much like similar to what Nintendo's doing, mm-hmm. where if you sign up for that plus plan, you know, I don't have to pay for Mario Kart DLC. I don't have to pay for the Animal Crossing DLC, which is nice. It really is because yeah. I don't plan on removing or like go- going down any tiers because, you know, I've played enough PlayStation's Xbox that it's, it's worth it for me probably yeah. to have the tiers. So it- it's nice to see that I think Sony probably picked up that kind of thing from Nintendo. Yeah, uh, like, okay. yeah. yeah. And Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, They're pulling a Microsoft. Game Pass. Yeah. They did. I mean, Microsoft did it first and like. It's nice to see the other two follow suit because not everybody's going to be excited about Stray like I am. However, (laughs) Stray is a perfect Game Pass or, you know, higher tiered PlayStation Plus game. Some people might just want to try it, give it a whirl, give it two hours, three hours, whatever. See if it's as cute as they think it is or as like challenging or whatever it's going to be. It's perfect for that. Yeah, you know, I agree. All right, next up is Callisto Protocol. Now, I'm not, I was going to say, I'll let you guys take the floor on this one. I don't know as much about it. I know it's an older game that's getting a full-on remake. No? No. Craig, Craig, you talk because I thought of you (laughs) as soon as I saw this. Yeah. Go, Craig. Um, New game, but from the creator of Dead Space is, is how to frame this game. And I think the first thing that caught my attention, though, I mean, obviously Dead Space vibes, right? A lot yeah, of Dead he, Space. He literally vibes. has the health like on his back yeah. or the back of his But back. holy cow, does it look good? Yeah. Like some of that I know is cinematics, in-game cinematics, not in-game gameplay. But that was super impressive. Like potential to be, in my opinion, one of the best looking games on PlayStation when this comes yeah. out. Super creepy, which is what we want. Um Perfect tie over until we get the Dead Space remake next year. When is that? Well, which one's actually coming out first now? I don't even know. Uh, Dead Space uh, might come out. It has to be Callisto. Yeah, Callisto, okay. Callisto is due by December this year. Okay, yeah, yeah. December so we can 2nd. play that, play that, and then get into the Dead Space remake in like February or whenever that's coming out next year. But yeah, I mean, I think it looks fantastic. Um, and again, it's another game that Barry will be streaming, right? Yes. <laughs> See why not? I liked Dead Space. Yeah, you like to I be scared. Okay, that is a lie. That's a, <laughs> much like how I said it was an old game. That is also a lie. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I will uh, admit it interested me. Like the the one yeah. thing that I I loved about Dead Space is like the the horror never like over overcame like the the action bits that were really fun to play. So mm-hmm. I just hope that. If it's as you said, it's from the creator of Dead Space that we get a bit more of that balance, because right now it seems like the remake for Dead Space is pretty much going full on Resident Evil like type, like horror type yeah. of stuff. So 
uh, as long as like the much like how Resident Evil is much as uh, if like the arcadey bits or the uh, the shooting bits of things are fun. I'm willing to get scared for the camera. <laughs> yeah, did you actually like in the trailer? There was that mm-hmm. one part where they had the close up on the guy's face at like the mutated guy's face. There were parts of that that were very chilling. Mm-hmm. And I loved every second of it. Also, I was a little bit embarrassed of myself. So I stood up to get um, something like a soda or something out of the refrigerator as that was going on. Right. And I came mm-hmm. back and I took a look at it. And you know what game I thought of? I thought they were doing a red faction. Oh, like redo. Yeah. It yeah. screamed it for the first five seconds until I looked at it. And I was like, oh, this is this is totally like this. is This is Dead Space or mm-hmm. like a Dead Space esque type of game. It's. My favorite takeaway from, and I'm just after ranting about Stray, I'm going to say this, is Callisto Protocol is my favorite um, or highly anticipated game, just because Stray's coming out in a month, from this showcase. It looks yep. like it's going to be fantastic. Like, yep. <laughs> And they could keep making as many games as they want, that studio, because they are, like, I mean, Dead Space is tried and true. It is... It is like the pickup truck that your granddad owns that has lasted for years because you just know it's reliable kind of kind of game. You know, I'm excited. Yeah, this was my number one from the showcase as well. Easily. So speaking of Resident Evil, uh, that's the perfect segue into the Resident Evil 4 remake. uh, Yes. Now they're working on kind of a kind of a surprise on my point, considering um, like we've played Resident Evil Four on everything. Like mm-hmm. if anything, I I would think that maybe you would want to remake Five or like show off the next Resident Evil. Not but five. instead, not Five. <laughs> well, also, thank you for not, not, not saying five. Six. Don't thank you for not yeah. continuing and saying Five or Ugh. maybe even Six. Like, just... <laughs> I, well, like the thing is, I actually tried to play Six in oh, like it, it trying to get my mind mentally ready for uh-huh. Eight. Okay. And ju- I couldn't play six. I really I couldn't. Yeah. It's unplayable. Um, and I will say five isn't necessarily the greatest thing in the world either, but they could probably do what they did with two and change a lot of it. And, okay. they, and you know, make it so it's a bit more digestible and not bad in, in a word. <laughs> Real bad. <laughs> but for me, as a person who never played, who has never played Resident Evil four, I've really only seen other people like play t- uh, tidbits of it. I'm excited because this will probably be the first time I decide to jump into it. Um, I I just bought it on the Oculus in <laughs> VR. Yeah, we were just talking about this. I own it on PlayStation 2, uh, Oculus, 360, Xbox One. I don't oh have it God. on PC. No, wait, I do have it on PC. So that's five ways. So it's which is worse, Skyrim or Resident Evil 4 at this point? I mean, I can't even give you an answer. <laughs> like the well, I think I think I think it's pretty clear because I'm pretty sure it's on the Switch, too. It is. So, it is. So it's yeah. like I, I I'm pretty sure that this game is probably worse than Skyrim, and mm. that's kind of weird to say considering how old Resident Evil Four is compared to Skyrim. Yeah. And also on a side note, I see what they're doing, and I appreciate that this is a full on remake, just like Resident Evil Two that they did and Three, but uh, we still don't have this DLC for Resident Evil Eight that they have promised and we still don't have whatever the next resident evil game is. So instead of doing the DLC that they've been promising for over a year, 
they went back and did Resident Evil 4, which is already out on 10,000 consoles. I just don't understand. Like, I'm still going to play it because I'm an idiot and I'm going to buy it (laughs) because I'm I'm an idiot. But like, where's this Resident Evil 8 DLC? Come on now. Uh, Yeah, I I thought that was uh, weird to not see any of that, especially with uh, them releasing all the like like footage, especially having eight on VR and also doing like the four like remake. I felt like something was lacking and then I like figured it out at the end of the showcase. Uh, But I'm like you, Craig, I'm going to buy it. Yep. buy it i'm gonna play it i'm gonna marvel at the gra- at the graphics and like the updates and what they do for quality of life small and big i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do yep. it i'm gonna skyrim it <laughs> i mean it'll be cool for you barry because you've never played it so getting to experience it at like maximum 4k crystal clear hopefully the controls aren't as bad as the original was and You'll that's be- why i never played the original is because like yeah. i know the controls are terrible and They're if not it, great. as long as yeah if it plays anything like two i'm gonna enjoy it you saw you, you yep. saw me and like two years ago i binged two i got it done in a weekend and i gave it back yep. to you yeah like, if it's mm-hmm. anything like that yeah i'm all for it bring me you know i yeah. am i am excited for it because it is four around the same timeline as two. Like, is it only going to take me three, four hours to beat, or is it a much longer game? It's longer than that. Yeah, it is. Is it? Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. There's a reason they keep selling this game. It's the best one, I think. I don't think anyone yeah, has come is. close to it. Um, so it you'll is. definitely enjoy it. I think it probably, I don't know, six to eight hours, maybe ten. Okay, so so, so yeah. pro- I could binge it in a weekend, but maybe you not. Could. I get it. Yeah, you probably not, but I think you could. Yeah, you're a good gamer, so like you're not gonna <laughs> die as much, you know. So if you don't go anywhere, <laughs> if I'm into something, I do it. Like it, Craig has known me with uh, like The Last of Us Two. Oh. I mm. almost I played over twenty hours in two day uh, in two crazy. days. <laughs> uh, it's the same thing with Resident Evil Two. I finished that up in a weekend. Same thing with oh. Double May Cry. Actually, uh, Double yeah. May Cry Five. I gave I gave oh, that yeah? back to you pretty quickly. That, yep. That's almost like an anime. It was like binging it in a way. Um, so, yeah, yeah. like if, if it could get me to do that, I'm happy. Uh, it's just a matter of when these games come out. Like you gave me those games when I had nothing really to play. Last of Us 2 is kind of its own thing. But right. um, like those games are perfect, like backlog games for me just to tackle right away, because that's what yeah. everybody's doing right now is tackling their backlog. Yep. Um, it kind of sucks to say it, but um like we're all working on our backlogs right now and probably Forspoken probably would have been a really good game to come out like this yep. month it would have or been like June. at this time. Um, it yep. would have had its own because slot. It, it, yep. Its own spotlight, literally. Uh, it would have it would have had its own thing. But, you know, delays are happened for a reason. But we'll continue with the talk here. And finally, the last little bit is Final Fantasy 16 coming out summer of next year. Inject it in my veins. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> this looks like a straight up Final Fantasy mixed Game of Thrones. Yeah, it, it does, does and and like the only other thing that I could see really was the fact that like the gods are fighting. It seems like it like, yeah, like gigan- each other. gigantic kaiju battles. Yeah, uh, I I am all for it. Summer is the per- like summer spring is the perfect time for yep. it to come out. Oh, um, yeah. These games take sometimes hundreds of hours uh, to beat. And if it gets its own spotlight in the summer, as long as no one else releases near that window, uh, I am 
going to be floored with it. I really thought the combat looked cool. It mm-hmm. looks, I think it looks a little bit more fluid than 15, which it needed to yeah. be. It um, looks like the Final Fantasy VII remake style. Yeah, to me, which so. which people really I really like that combat. Yep. Like, uh, it's just yeah. too bad we didn't get to see anything about Final Fantasy VII Part Two. Yeah, for real. Regard- what? <laughs> yeah, when is that? Yeah, twenty twenty seven. Which sucks. Yeah. But yeah. it looks it looks great. I was like, I was I was like, oh my god, there's Shiva. Oh my god, there's yeah. Bahamut. Oh my god, there's a freak. Like it's yep. just like every and they were fighting in like a Godzilla against <laughs> each other kind of way. Like, yep. I don't know. It, it's it's going to be fun. I'm gonna I'm interested to see how much summons are a part of this one because summons had such a specific um, to do list in 15 that d- depending on how you play, they weren't as prevalent, you know, yeah. in, in your gameplay. So they just took like a two minute trailer and showed me like summon 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 for like I don't know a minute out of the two minutes of it. Or yeah. three minutes or whatever it was. And oh, it's going to be good. Ramuth was there. Everybody was there. It was like the whole gang was there, you know, over the course of the games. Uh, yep. It's going to be good, I think. And you're right, Game of Thrones-esque, definitely. They jumped right into it and were like, here's Kingdom. They really didn't establish any characters. They kind of just showed that there's going to be turmoil almost immediately, which I'm all for. You know, for yeah, they, they need to do a better job with the story yeah. uh, for sure. Yeah. 15 was a 15 was kind of a mess mm-hmm. uh, yep. and definitely does need like I have a feeling that like the Final Fantasy series is always like kind of flip flopped between really good and not so good games. Uh, I have a feeling that because of how long of a gap this has been between 15 and 16, I think we've got a really good chance for this game to be like a, a good a good statement for Final yeah. Fantasy saying, OK, we're back, you know. Yeah, like you're you're correct with that story. Um, Twelve was good. The last amazing story to me was probably ten. I, I don't know. Yep. I was also younger when I first played it, so I was more impressionable. And uh, I would take seven or eight over ten or nine, but I like ten. I yeah. think seven through ten was solid. Yeah, oh. seven through ten was a solid yep. showcase. Yeah, it mm-hmm. really was. Um, and obviously, seven being the pinnacle, um, mm-hmm. eight was my good. first one, and I thought that story was fantastic. Yep. But they haven't really had like a here's an amazing from beginning to end with plot twist story, I think, since 10. 13 yeah. 2, baby. That's my favorite. Uh, was that Lightning Returns? Bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that, that one with Noel. And okay. I, I loved that time traveling stuff. Like okay. that, that, was re- uh, that was really awesome. I thought the story was good. But I think that's... Be- uh, that's because it was I, an anime episode. Okay, but it's more like the, <laughs> it, there, there's a lot. I really, I really like that. I really like thirteen too, and I didn't even that's finish fair. thirteen, and I still like thirteen too. Um, and that's gonna be it for the state of play like coverage there. Uh, overall, I'm kind of disappointed that we didn't get to see anything about God Award. That game's supposed to come out this year. The more I don't hear about it, the more I wonder. Yep. Um, it probably yep. will get its own state of play. Probably uh, the first party state of play, right? Yeah, but when yeah. is kind yeah. of what what we're looking at here. What what's down the alley for the new the next Spider Man, the next God of War? Yeah, uh, I guess Ratchet I'm just trying to think of yeah, Ratchet and Clank, kind of the next thing. I don't know if we would get something new with Ratchet and Clank, considering that the this one still the newer one is still not old, but 
that uh, uh that mystery game that naughty dog's working on mystery oh, game yes. naughty dog definitely yes. considering yeah. last of us 2 has taken uh like has been out for a while right uh there's a lot of like first party questions that are coming along and like with Xbox pushing back their stuff till 2023 and we'll probably see more at the showcase later this week yep. uh, for Xbox of uh, 2023 like looks to be set like in Xbox's year. Sony needs to do something to come out and be like, OK, like you have a bunch of exclusives coming out, but here's our like huge, gigantic exclusive that everybody's going to want your everybody's going to forget about your measly little one X series X man <laughs> yeah. type stuff. So, uh, oh, overall though, uh, I really like the announcement. It's good to see something about final fantasy 16. The resident evil gotcha. news was good. Like they, yep. this had something for everybody. It's got it horror did. games that people like. It's got, you know, some first party stuff with horizon, uh, and updates on like on new games and upcoming ones. So and holding overall, hands. yeah. And holding and, hands are two old hands. Remember that. Yeah. Uh, did anybody else have any more news? I only had uh, two other things. Nope. Dragon Age Dreadwolf uh, is the yeah. title for the new Dragon Age. Had a purple-ish title. If that means anything, probably not. Uh, but good. We finally have a, a title for the new Dragon Age. Let's see if anything comes out of it. Let's see if we yeah, start in five game. years. Yeah. <laughs> see if we get gameplay or something. Uh, and then lastly... Uh, IGN showed off the world premiere of Sonic Frontiers, <laughs> and oh my god, looks uh, bad. <laughs> does not look good. Um, I don't know what it was playing on. I know it's on alpha. I know it's probably an alpha status. Like, uh, I I hope they delay it if they are to like continue to make it better. But my my concern is. You have a chance to make Sonic relevant again. Sonic to me boatloads of yep, money. Yeah. Yep. Um, you can't fumble the bag. You <laughs> you have a chance to make millions of dollars on Sonic Frontier. And if it is not a good game, if it's Sonic 06 again, which let me be fair, I like Sonic 06, but it's because I have no idea. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> it's because it's because I had no idea what was going on. I just had fun running around. Uh, I was I was young when that game came out. I didn't realize loading times were such a big thing. Oh, um, God. But it's they, one of the worst they, games of all time. I don't know about all time. <laughs> it's up there. It's up there. <laughs> Superman you know, 64, Sonic Oh, my 06. God. Oh, my God. Superman 64. Interesting. But uh, oh God, like that that's... Game. <laughs> they showed off combat as well, but people are asking for it to be delayed. And in a yep. way, I think I'm hoping it is, or at least that this alpha footage was so early that maybe something new has come out. But uh, it just looked empty. It looked boring. Yeah, um, super boring. Like, it's it's inspired by Breath of the Wild. Yeah. That is very very clear. What isn't? Yeah, yeah. Since it came out, but but how is... do you? My problem is, is how do you make Sonic <laughs> Breath of the Wild like like yeah. the combat looked the same old combat that we're used to seeing in a way. But, you know, Sonic's whole thing is going fast and that is really good for arcade levels, I think, mm -hmm. um, like arcade type of gameplay where I don't know if this open world, if it is, if it's just a hub and then you go out kind of like how Sonic Adventure was. Which, if that's the case, cool. I'm all yeah. for it. Yeah. But 
they're trying to go for the whole Breath of the Wild. Ooh, it's mysterious. Sonic doesn't know what he's doing here. Um, there was no banger songs like in Sonic Adventure. There's no moving around at the speed of sound. Yeah. Um, the, I, I, I just wanted to see more. I wanted to see them further in to it. And it, it just seems weird that like, and especially if you notice in the in the gameplay trailer, like there are random pop-ins of like yep. stuff of, I guess, rails in the air. However, yep. that works. Um, a lot of questions need to be answered about Frontier. I don't know if we're going to get it. And I'm glad they showed it off now instead of just keeping it quiet and releasing it like trash. If that's the case. So hopefully fans get what they want with a delay. But I I can't see Capcom wanting to release something that people don't want or people don't have positive opinions on, considering that this that this is the moment for Sonic and it needs it needs to perform. It needs to do well. There is so much writing on this game and the Sonic franchise as a whole. You have the potential to make to make Sonic bigger than mario yeah in in a way because the the mario movies we don't know how good they're gonna do um kids love sonic right now like that that is a fact and you can get a lot of people um on the capcom sonic train if you manage to if you manage to do this release right which they won't because it's capcom and when's the last time they had a good game besides resident evil I was going to say, yeah, uh, we do have the Resident yeah, Evil gonna, Studio. That, that's separate. They're separate. Maybe Street Fighter 6. Street <laughs> Fighter 5 was terrible. Yeah. Right? Like, it, it was received poorly. So, yeah, they just don't have a good track record. They have a horrible track record with Sonic for the past 10, 15 years. Besides, what was that one that was? Generations. Generations. That one was okay. But, uh, yeah, I, it looked bad. I, I They need to figure something out because it looks like and Sonic Sonic Boom was a, like a recall to past sonics as well right. no it wasn't sonic right. boom uh, no the one that was like fan made originally and then they hired him yeah it was sonic. 2d i forget what it was called generations why no it's not generations no no that's the bad one and, it, and it's not sonic forces that's the bad one okay. yeah i don't know mania yeah, that is the bad mania, mania. yep mania yep. that's it sonic mania is the one that's a callback to the 2d yeah and they why didn't can- even make it why can't everybody yeah. <laughs> who has like some type of who, who, who does the next Sonic game sit down and you know how you do a to do list, do a to don't list. Yeah. Why can't they start from like what you shouldn't do with Sonic? Because like, I, I don't know, like I'm frustrated like everybody else where it's just like, I just want Sonic to be as good as it was when I was younger. Like consistently, yeah. you know, other games have figured it out. You know, so why can't they just figure out Sonic and like seriously just like sit down with a notepad and be like, here's what we can't do with Sonic. We'll see if open world goes in that or not. But they keep trying all of these ways to revitalize him and 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 the franchise and to strike out like essentially 90 percent of the time (laughs) is is embarrassing for a character of that relevance to not only gamers but now because of the movies and we'll take the movies out because of the tv show back in the day outside of gaming it had he had relevance like how do you mess this up that much you know i just don't think sonic was ever supposed to leave 2d side scroller i don't mario managed to figure it out but i don't think sonic was ever meant to i liked adventure yeah 
I just 2D side scroller was the best option for Sonic. You can make him go fast and it looks good and it plays well. And when Mario went 3D, I felt like they needed to do the same and it just doesn't work out. Just mm-hmm. keep him 2D side scroller and we'll be fine. Or make him slower, which takes his whole gig out. Then it's not Sonic. <laughs> then he's not Sonic. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be it for news this week. Definitely took up a majority of the show this week, but that's because there isn't a lot of games to play right now. Uh, people are tackling people are tackling backlogs or watching TV shows because let's be honest, holy heck, or a Nothing. lot of TV shows. Yeah. Um, but games wise, yeah, not a lot. Uh, as I mentioned before, I've been working on Pokemon Arceus, uh, making a big dent in that, I feel like, and Tales of Arise. Oh, still playing that, huh? Still am, yes. Uh, how about uh, how about you, other Craig, first? Uh, so it's, like I said earlier, Forbidden West for me. Um, I could probably put another 20 hours into the game because I'm just walking around doing stuff now. I kind of hit a point where I've unlocked a lot of the map, like a lot, and it's just so fun just running around and just doing specific things. Great game. Um. Other than that, I I jumped back into Persona 5 Strikers just because I didn't know what to play. And I didn't yeah. want to go from Elden Ring right to Forbidden West 25 hours into Forbidden West. It just didn't feel like a transition that was good for me. So yeah. I played Persona, Persona 5 Strikers for about 10 or 15 hours, got the soundtrack in my head again, yeah. downloaded it on Apple Music, and then I was like, okay, I could stop. And now that's, that's basically what I'm doing. Um, okay. Uh, and then I have Diablo Immortal and, uh, Roller Champions, not to be confused with the other roller game that got announced. Roller Dome. Roller Dome. This is Roller Champions. Roller Dome. Uh, but, uh, I guess me, I guess me and other Craig here can kind of go over, uh, like with, like with us tackling our backlogs here. Do you do like for me? I come back to Tales of Arise like a bit more refreshed, enjoying the game like more now that it's not kind of being pushed to the side uh, for other games that are coming out as well. For you, how uh, like how is it coming back to Forbidden West or even Strikers, considering how long that uh, how long that's been out for? Like it like you pretty much remember the whole story like with it or is it or is it something you kind of had to like work through and remind yourself where you are so i'll make it easy for for strikers as soon as i get back into an atlas game the soundtrack gets me right back in it and then i remember (laughs) things it's fantastic forbidden west (laughs) forbidden west felt like a town that i lived in for like five years as a kid and then i went off to college and then i had to come back and like ask around to figure out how people are doing like how's how's old mary out at the <laughs> on the hilltop because like i i remember the majority of it um but i stopped in i don't know an area where you could say like things were happening so like i had to get used back, back used to the gameplay um because there was a whole mess of buttons that i was pressing for elden ring that i wasn't pressing for <laughs> like it's just a different vibe you know like where like dashing, even small things like dashing um, or sprinting, I'm sorry. And then just where everything is. And then getting back into like heavy machine battles, like not just like the watchers, but like getting back into like fighting like a, a tremor tusk or 
um, anything really that has like the kind of firepower, like it's just that muscle memory you have to grab back. Um, now that I'm back in it, Horizon has never been, I think Horizon tries to over explain. Um, and they do specific things like Aloy repeating multiple things back to herself in cut scenes, but also out of cut scenes. Those things help you with hints when you're doing something that you need to do. But like, I've, I've never, oh, I, I've, I've been blown away by parts of Horizon's story, but never the grand all be all. And I, I think it just comes with when you have to talk with individuals and just like selecting every portion of their bubble, like just like, all right, so I'm done with the top left option. Now I'm going to the top right option. You know, do I want to go back to base and talk to everybody, you know, and figure out what they've been doing for the last 10 game hours? I don't, you know, so um, it's refreshing to go back into it. And once I played the first 30 minutes, I was like, when I bought that collector's edition back in it, like I felt the same feeling that I'm like amazing feeling of like, I'm going to go and do this, you know, like, so it's been good for me. It's just now I'm in the point where, you know, anybody who's played any Horizon game, which is just like you have the laundry list and you're like, this component I need five of. So <laughs> I'm going to spam, reload, spam, reload, and just try to hit that one component off of this large machine that's going 100 miles an hour at my face. So <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. I'm at the shopping list, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so Arguably the worst part of that game. It is, and it it, it it is. It triggers like a, tr- a specific thing in your system where you're like, I have to get it though because I'm a gamer. I yep. do this. Like this is what I do. But you hate it while yep. you do it. Yep, I agree. All right, Craig, because you're the only gamer who's played new stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So Diablo Immortal. Um, I started playing on my phone because why not? Okay. And then I also downloaded it on my PC as well. Um, being a big Diablo fan, this plays exactly like Diablo three, um, but with a whole bunch of ways for you to spend money. Um, it looks surprisingly good on your phone. It's just a little irritating to play on your phone. Um, because you're talking about a a game like Diablo where you have multiple spells you can use. And when you're playing on PC, it's like one, two, three, four is your spells and all that. Whereas on the phone, it's buttons on the screen. So you're kind of like, and my my fingers are like smashing the buttons. Um, So it's definitely better on PC. I don't think it's a bad game. I think it's a good tie over until we get Diablo 4. It's just that inherent amount of money they want to take from you um, to actually enjoy this game is what's frustrating because there is a good game underneath all that, but you're going to struggle if you're not putting money into it. So like trying to play this game casually, I'm sure you can. Um, And I'm playing with like two other friends and it's fine. But there's still that ultimate like we're not doing as well as we are accustomed to doing in a Diablo game because we're not giving them 20, 30 dollars here and there to level up our gear. Um, But at its core, the gameplay is good. Um, If you like Diablo, it's just a shame that the amount of loot box material in this game is just like it's appalling at times um so i can't really recommend it to people unless you're just like me who is like i want to play diablo 4 i've played so much diablo 3 i guess i'll play this in the meantime that's really the only good excuse i guess to play it otherwise just wait till who knows when next year maybe for diablo 4 maybe hopefully 
two years. Who knows? Um, and then Roller Champions, which is a Ubisoft game. Um, it is a roller derby with a ball and you have to go around a track. And when you go a full lap around the track, there is a goal that will open and you can throw the ball into for one point. It's a very simple premise. Go around two times, you get uh, two points. If you go around three times, you get five points, which will end the game. Um, very simple process. It's three on three. So when one team has the ball, the other team's trying to tackle them, hit them and take the ball back. When you do, your lap progress resets and you got to go the whole way around again before you can score. Um, super simple, super, super fun. I really like this game a lot. It's free. Um, the only problem is if you're not playing with friends, it is so frustrating to try and play with random people in this game because there is a mechanic that like when you're obviously like moving forward and you're skating, you can hit like the right trigger and you'll tuck. So when like you're going up the side and you'll come down and get speed and there's also a pass mechanic. So like if you see the whole other team of three people coming at you to tackle, you can throw it to your partner. But when you're playing with randoms, they don't do it. Right. Because everybody's like, I'm going to do it myself and just go around. So it's super frustrating. But if you can get people to buy into this game, I'm not not with money, but like to actually want to play this game with you. <laughs> there's a lot of fun here, um, but you just can't do it by yourself. So I don't think this game is probably going to stick around. But I think that everybody should give it a shot while it's there, because I think it's something different and something fun. Um as far as I know, it's on Xbox and PlayStation. I would imagine it's probably on PC as well. Um, so it's free. Give it a download. I need more people to play with, so I stop pulling my hair out. Um, but yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Okay. I'll have to give it a shot. It sounds interesting. I'll have to look at some it's game fun. life. Yeah, it's fun. All right. And now for the lack of games coming out, there's a ton <laughs> of TV shows. Uh, yeah. For me this week, I uh, have watched Stranger Things Season 2 and 3. I'm nice. on episode three of season four right now. You're almost there. Uh, I'm almost there. Uh, watched Ambulance. That came out. Yes. I watched the first two seasons of the bus, two episodes of The Boys, new mm -hmm. season, and Obi-Wan. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. It's it's a lot. And a lot okay. of anime, but this is an anime corner. So. <laughs> so we got to hold off until next week then to talk Stranger Things when you're fully done. Yeah. It like the one. So wait, wait, wait. I, I'm not going to spoil Real? anything. Other Craig, you've watched Stranger Things, right? I haven't watched the latest. No. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Barry, I know we can't talk about the latest season. What did you think about the ending of the last season in the mall? I loved it. Yes. Um, season <laughs> so season three is my season three is my favorite as well. Yep. Uh, I, I love one. Billy. I Billy's love great. Billy. Mm -hmm. Um. Despite like you, you said you watched Stranger Things, right? Like you're caught up, Craig. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I'm fully done. Other Craig, you have not watched the new season, right? Exactly. Okay. But you've so watched I'm season saying... three. Okay. Okay. Cool. Just making sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're Billy, good. <laughs> Billy's progression throughout the entire thing is just yeah. very. It's very natural. Like since the start of him from season two, I owe. Like I get it. Billy's an a hole, but I love like his. I love the music he listens to. Uh, like, there's there's something infectious about him that I'm just like, yeah, Billy, Billy's hardcore. I like him. Uh, just besides the fact that he's a dick. Uh, yeah, he is. To, he is. Uh, to Max and everything. 
but yeah, season three so far is my favorite uh, right now. Uh, two episodes into season four. The only issue I have with season four right now is these episodes like they're a commitment. Like, they are. They're long. Uh, with how long the episodes are now, like, it's like I an hour and a half. <laughs> I binged season three in almost a day. Um, and that's oh, wow. where I feel like four. I can't do that with season nope. four here because they're such long episodes. And to be honest, a lot of it is a lot is going on. Uh, and if you like miss a second of it, I feel like I'm going to be lost. So <laughs> that's yeah. I, I've been taking my time with season four because it feels different. I can't just mm-hmm. like binge it. I feel like because okay. if I binge it, it's going to be an all nighter. and I need to work yeah. the next day. Yeah. Go ahead, other Craig. What have you been up to? Uh, so it's been less TV for me because I've really uh, I've put a lot into Forbidden to try to catch up. Uh, sure. for, As you but, should. Yeah. But I, I yeah. But I um I went back to and rewatched Attack on Titan, so that I can get into season four. Anime and, corner. Oh All right, my, I'll see you guys later. Oh my god, <laughs> it is fantastic um season four i've heard mixed reviews from different people like personal and just from people i've seen online talk about it but i really like they're doing a good job wrapping things up for me um i'm not quite done but they've explained a lot that have really connected a lot of dots between season one and three um cast of characters is great barry i i actually hated aaron um pretty much the entire series until this like general and now i'm kind of flip-flopping on him yeah um armin i love as far as uh mikasa's bay mikasa's bay yeah so um it's great levi obviously is bay he's 100 (laughs) percent like going to be like the best to me at all times but great i've also as a movie watched x yeah um i have i wrote down notes for x and i really only wrote one thing it just i just wrote too much x for me yeah it's it's a lot um especially a lot in that movie (laughs) a lot um for those of you at home um it's you probably saw the trailer where it's like a group going out to make basically a snuff film, but they do it in essentially what looks like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre like area. There were so many things Texas Chainsaw Massacre like about it. But there was a different twist that I wasn't expecting. And it's weird. Like whoever you watch it with, I feel like you're going to grow with, but you're also (laughs) going to hate that you've seen it with them. Whomever it is. Like I'm talking about wife, husband, friends kids don't don't watch it with your kids uh it's too much x and it's not even like the good one like i'd love to come on here and be like oh man it was so much like it was exactly what you thought it was but even more and they didn't take the camera like it was it was weird it it was it got really weird i like the way they filmed it oh it felt oh yeah Yeah. it was fantastic it was shot almost i don't like to use the word perfect like really ever but as close as you can get, there were a lot of great, diff- uh, great, and a variety of shots. But, but, um, yeah, think about it before you watch it. And <laughs> yeah, don't no look kids. at, don't look anything up about it. Like you have to experience it like firsthand. And 
I, I don't know if I'll ever be the same, but that that's what I've watched. <laughs> Attack on Titan and something completely on the opposite end of the spectrum X. Um, <laughs> but, uh, all right. So I watched all three episodes of The Boys. So I don't know if you want to wait till like next week, Barry, and watch like if you want to watch probably. three and then four and then yeah, we can just I'll go through it. all four. Um, and then I also have Kenobi. I watched um, There's Someone Inside Your House, which is a horror movie on Netflix made by James Wan, who did okay. The Conjuring. Um, and specifically because I knew the other Craig was going to be here, I wanted to very briefly talk about the movie Old because I finally watched it. Okay. Um, and specifically, since I'm here, that is the worst acting I've ever seen in a movie. Ever. And I'm talking about worse than The Room for me. I don't understand if it was the writing or the directing, but those lines, a lot of them are like painful to me to listen to. I don't know what the problem was, but like, I like the concept of the movie, but I just like, I kept getting pulled out of it because of how bad the acting and line delivery was in this movie. It's like comical to me. I was like laughing at some of this stuff. Um, And also, uh, man, what was the rapper's name? Oh man. Minivan. Is his name minivan i think that and they decided that that was that was the name to go with for the yeah. rapper in the movie uh, oh, the classic rap name minivan of course <laughs> minivan i can't the streets is he at oh. least built like one no <laughs> oh well, no make any sense I don't know. Like I was I kept looking up stuff because I'm like, there has to be other people in like the horror community who are like, what is going on with this movie? Am I missing something? Is there some nuance that I'm not getting? And it's just everybody being like, why is he acting so bad in this movie? What is going on? And I just think it's a mixture of the way M. Night Shyamalan writes and the way he directs. And it just doesn't translate to other people Mm -hmm. Um, that it just comes across as so awkward. And like, I don't, it took me like five or six sittings to get through this movie. That's how painful it was. Um, but yeah, I did it. So I can say I did it. <laughs> yeah. He's the kind of guy that uh, I feel like he just has this amazing transcript Yeah, and he just doesn't, the way he thinks doesn't, like you were saying, translate to every single act acting archetype yep. or like delivery or whatever like you know um i I don't understand how somebody can be so hit or miss no offense to anybody who's m and m night Shyamalan fan but it's it's either you're in a hundred percent or you're not like with it and now when when you watch a film of his you can almost like make that assessment he's had enough films in the first like five to ten minutes you're like i I don't know if i'm gonna like this one this isn't it like yep 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 I mean, he set up so well. We had the six cents and signs that were just phenomenal. And then mm-hmm. after that, it just I feel like it just fell off a cliff. Um, but yeah, that's that's literally um, there's someone inside your house. I can just go through that real quick. Um, it's on Netflix. It's a pretty standard slasher flick, uh, you know, like somebody's going around killing everybody in the school and airing their dirty laundry before they kill them for the whole town to see. Um, I feel like we've seen that a million times. Um, the twist, I can't say that I a hundred percent saw it coming, but it was pretty obvious when you got near the end before they announced it. Um, and I enjoy James Wan a lot. I think he's done a lot of good for horror. Uh, 
it's definitely worth a watch. I just don't think it's something I'll ever go back to. It's not going to be a classic, um, but I enjoyed my time with it for the hour and a half or whatever it was. Um, And it's on, like I said, it's on Netflix. It's not like you got to go find it and rent it or buy it. So it's a solid Saturday afternoon horror film. Okay. So on my end, and I'll talk about them quickly, um, uh, Ambulance, I I did like the movie. It is a really good adrenaline pumping movie. I saw the ending coming about 30 minutes into the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, It it, kind of stinks that I really wish that they did something different with the ending because like I you could read it like a book. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really thought that it was like it is a really fun action movie. Like it It doesn't stop right entire time. And yeah, it just keeps going like yep. uh, like they say, you know, this train like we're, we're a train. It just keeps moving. Um, <laughs> yep. I like how like, I, I like how instead of like taking time to take you out of the chase to solve what's going on, like it's constantly happening. Everything's revolving around the chase. Everything like the story moves very quickly. And you're kind of wondering how like all three of some of these storylines like meet up in a way. And they converge, I think, pretty naturally. Mm, Um, You know, I do like what they did. Uh, Let me see here. What is the character's name? It's a strange, uh, but it's the one who was in Aquaman. It is Yaya Abdul-Mateen II. I I really like what they did with his character. Like it, his ending was worth it. Yeah. Um, I just wish maybe at the end, you know, something something happened. You know, something different would have happened with Jake Gyllenhaal's character. Um, <laughs> he plays the psychotic really well. Yep. Um, yeah, he does. He he knows how to turn on crazy eyes and just be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I really I did really enjoy Ambulance. I can see why like I can see why like people would like it more than critics would because it's sitting at about a 72 um, yep. in Rotten Tomatoes and then like a 68, 69 in uh in critic form i could see why people would like it more because it's a really fun adrenaline pumping movie uh kenobi the newest episode um i i'm i'm dealing with a friend who hates kenobi um tell them to take their monocle off and just enjoy tv shows yeah and he but he can't like that that's the thing there um (laughs) I I really I on um, with me I really like what they're doing with Kenobi. Um yeah. I think it makes sense for who Kenobi becomes in episode 6. Yeah. Um because like you have to have some sort of progression because in the prequels he was all about fighting, all about seeking out the Sith, uh all about, you know, destroying them and now in Kenobi he's more protecting. Um and not wanting to f- and not wanting to blow up, you know, not really blow up, but like, you know, do a whole bunch of universe stuff. He yep. just wants to sit in Tatooine for years upon years upon years. Um, I liked it. I thought Hayden Christensen's return with uh, Darth Vader was really cool. I do. They're teasing us. Um, yep. We know something's going to happen between those two. We just had I'm once we get the payoff, it'll be worth it. Uh <laughs> Sometimes you just have to you just have to go through some slow, some slow <laughs> stuff, some some stuff that teases you of what could happen in order to get to the better stuff. So I think uh, I think we're in store for a big uh, for a big reveal uh, and a big fight uh, at yeah. the end. of We already know season two is happening now. So yep. I I didn't think we were going to get a season two, to be honest. But 
this is the most watched Disney Plus premiere uh, that they've ever released, which is saying yeah, something considering Marvel has yeah. Yeah. WandaVision and all the other backings. But people like Obi-Wan Kenobi and Ewan McGregor is one of the most likable actors that I think I've seen in almost really any movie. I think I'm just still riding the high of seeing him in a Star Wars anything again. That makes me yeah. enjoy it so much. I'm just like, I love seeing him yeah. on my TV more of it because he was such a big part of my teenage years for episodes one through three. Yeah. I think they've done such a good job with making that transition from Obi-Wan episode one through three and now older Obi-Wan who, I mean, you have to hide that you are a Jedi. So he's done that for 10 years. Yeah. He's not going to come out and be the same Obi-Wan flipping around and, and killing people with lightsaber. He's going to be rusty, which he was in that Darth Vader fight. Um, and obviously it's gone the opposite of where he got the better of Anakin to now Darth Vader is much, much more powerful of a Jedi than he is. So obviously he's going to get his ass handed to him in that first fight. And obviously we know from Star Wars canon that neither one of them is going to kill each other in this show. Um, it's not until episode four. So I'm still waiting on that big cameo. One of them, either Cal from Fallen Order or, or Ahsoka Ooh. or somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we need one of those. And I still think we're going to get it, honestly. The uh, the base that the Inquisitors were in, that's from Fallen Order. So yeah. like <laughs> they're just hinting at it. They keep hinting at it. Yeah. Um, I'm just waiting for it. Yeah, but that's going to be it for the podcast this week. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, thank you, Other Craig. I know we're going to be seeing a lot of you now, more that now that yes. your schedule uh, lines up with ours. So I appreciate you making the, making the attempt excited. to come out here and be a part of it. Uh, if you like the podcast, please make sure to podcast. Please make sure to <laughs> share it with your friends. Uh, make sure to review it on your listening platform of choice. We appreciate it. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we are doing some Twitch. Uh, we do have a YouTube. Please make sure to like and subscribe to that. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I think I've definitely got all of the uh, social got them. That was all four. Four. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, please make sure hypotheticals, please make sure to email high sensitivity at podcast.com. When this podcast comes out, it's one day before summer games fest. So praise our almighty Lord, Jeff Keeley. Uh, yes. put it out there, yes. Jeff Keeley. I'd love to interview you. Uh, we would love to interview <laughs> you. Uh, so if you yes. could, uh, uh it'd be awesome if, if you found some time after the summer games cast to do an interview or something, cause I know you're about to be really busy. Uh, but it's it's gaming season, boys. We got games coming out. We're about to have a ton yeah. of trailers uh, yeah. after a really huge lull here. So for for gaming fans, I hope you get to enjoy this as much as you can because it's no E3. Should have a single tier for E3. And we will see you guys next time. See you later. See you later, guys. <laughs>